Am I back? Oh, yeah, we back. Okay. We back. We back. Connection was okay. kind of janky, but it seems like okay. we got it together now. Um, but I really want to talk about sacrifice and making sacrifices, um, typically because I've been very concerned with my community in particular when it comes down to making sacrifices and understanding sacrifices. Okay. And... One thing I've noticed, I mean, like, first I want to start with health because that's a big, that's a big thing. Like, you know, I like to work out. I like to get it in at least four, four to five times a week in the gym. And I stay in the gym from like uh, two to three hours. Two to three hours. Just based on my resume, I'm just in a two to three hours on top of everything else I got going on. So, but, and people want to know. Um, how I'm able to do that and stuff like that. But I'm like, man, I got to make sacrifices. Like some things are just not as important as others. Like people got time. People say they want to improve their health um, in our community in particular. But they got they don't have time to go to the gym, but they got time to go to the club and do unhealthy things. Like drink, smoke, be around basically like a real toxic environment. And I'm very concerned with just health in our community. Because people are dying. People are being praised for being morbidly obese, i.e. Oh, Lizzo. Um, yeah. And we just lost um, Fifth Ward Weeby, who had complications with his health, while I understand it. <clears throat> and you know what? I just want to get your take on it before I uh, say what, I'm, what else I'm going to say. But I just feel like just unhealthy things are being promoted in our neighborhoods and in our uh, communities. Uh, What's your take on it? What's your take on sacrifice and people willing to sacrifice? I mean, there's a lot of sacrifices, you know, that you would have to make in life if you would like to improve your life. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm like 100% like a health guru, but I am definitely into natural products and things that are not toxic, you know, or things like that. I would love to go in the gym two to three hours, but at this point in life, I just really don't have the time. But I do try to watch the things that I eat. And the things that I do, but I really don't know what's the excuse. I don't know if it's glorified, but it's definitely um, much more accessible in the black community, unhealthy things. We have corner stores. You will not find those things in other neighborhoods. Those those corner stores supply alcohol, tobacco, fried foods, snacks but you hardly see, like, fresh fruit, you know, fresh vegetables, things that are good for you in those type of um, places. Yeah, I totally agree. But I just, I mean, like, you know, when people say they want to work out with me, I'm like, okay, but you got to understand, this is what I do. Um, I don't like any distractions. I'm very focused, you know, and... I see that, and then I ask them, they, that thing is, oh, you stay in the gym for two to three hours? I can't do that. But you stay in the club for two to three hours. But they're not staying in the club two to three hours a day, right? Probably not a day, but you're willing to make a sacrifice to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Just even if, I think if you try to stay in the club for two to three hours one day, it's a waste of time. Because, I, I mean, like, I'm at the point about, like, where I don't even see the, Point of even going to the club because nobody socializes with right. anybody. No business, no business gets done in the club. You just go there to drink and hear music and you dance with yourself. You could have did this shit you at dance home. Dance with yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't nobody ask nobody right. to dance. Nobody socializes Absolutely. or anything like that. So they just go around and just go to the club for no reasons at all. And people, I'm saying, like people priorities. People are not willing to sacrifice bad habits in order to get good habits and to accomplish what they want to accomplish. And I'm, and I'm finding that to be a real problem in our community. The, you're stating that what's the problem in the community? Just not sacrificing? Not willing to sacrifice. Sacrifices must happen in order for you to accomplish goals. Correct. Correct. Well, you know, yeah. you know, I sent a text to you a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Stating like I'm, I'm about to give up. You, like, you can't. 
and the sacrifice is right. very hard, but I'm on the go and on the mission to make this happen for myself. But I don't, you know, some people have things too easy, and they don't understand sacrificing, or they're just not willing to do it, or just not taught. Explain that. So just for it, I don't want to use that. But someone, if if I'm someone who just for example that okay, my if my credit score was 800, right, and I'm sitting next to somebody and their credit score is 450, and then they say, well, I you know I want my credit score to be 800, and then I tell them all the things that I've done and sacrificed to make these things happen, and then. Mm-hmm. You give them the plan and give them the map, but then they don't follow through. Hmm. Why do you think that is? Why do you think people will say, listen, like it's like your credit score is 450, the other person is 800, and they're trying to give you advice. That's just like me sitting next to a millionaire, right, or a billionaire. And I want to become a multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire. And they're saying, Tyler, this is the blueprint. This is what you got to go through. And I go, I got to go through all that shit. And I go, nah, I'm good. But I'm not financially where I want to be at still. And they're giving me the blueprint. Why do you think that is? Why do you think so many people I think, try to be inquisitive, but they don't follow I think through? some people think everything is a gimmick. And they, mm-hmm. they feel like you, you, you just couldn't have done all of this. Because I didn't see you do it. I didn't hear you do it. So you couldn't have did it. So it's just like, if it, if if, somebody, if they didn't see it, it didn't happen. Mm. Some people like to struggle alone. I, I'm I'm a person of, if I'm, I want to get something done, I prefer to do it in silence. So just because I do it in silence doesn't mean that I didn't do it. Right. So everything that you do... You have to put effort and sacrifice behind those things. And people just do not believe. I don't know if they think they wake up and it just happens like that. Or do they feel like it's just not it's not possible to accomplish? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So do you think, like, with the age of social media, like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, if you're like, if you're not posting it, then people believe that you're not really out there doing the work, or you're not out there yes. getting things accomplished. Yes. Yeah. I think that everybody just believes everything that's on social media. Like, if it right. did not post, it didn't happen. Right. And I'm like totally confused. I went on a trip to Dustin. I think last week. Yeah, it was last weekend. And nobody believes that I went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't I didn't post all like the beach pictures and the the water and the picture and and it just didn't happen to them. Mm. But when you're having fun, sometimes you just don't have time to take pictures. That is true. And it wasn't even a that fun trip for me. It was a more of a relaxation and mm-hmm. a motivational trip. Okay. So I, I don't have all these photos. I don't have somebody I can say, hey, can you take 20 pictures of me? Because I need to post it because everybody needs to know that I was here. <laughs> yeah. So I, that tends if you don't, that tends to yeah, but I mean, come on. If we're going to live just our life on social media and that's the only way that something happens, that you're never going to accomplish anything. Right. You are correct. I mean, I totally agree with you. Listen, every day that I'm going through this sacrifice, <laughs> the inside <laughs> is crushing yes. me. Yes. But I want to make this happen, not only for myself, but to also show my children that it does not come easy. Whatever it is that you want, you got to put some effort behind it. Right. You have to give up something. In order to get something. And most of the time, sometimes it's financial, sometimes it's relationships. 
you know, sometimes relationships yes. come because because what I'm realizing is your circle, and we we talked about this. Um, me and Jazz talked about this last week with um, rebuilding your team and building your team again, and just your relationships with people is very important. But sometimes you got to be able to sacrifice people that's in your relationship because they're not really with you like you Absolutely. think they are. You know, sometimes you hear, you always hear, you're always hearing a negative voice in your head. And sometimes it's not your voice that, that put it there. Sometimes it's the people that's around you. Like if you say, hey, I'm going to go do this. They, I promise you they will have somebody saying, well, why do you want to do this? Well, change my life to get my life better. Well, um, you don't like the life you're living now? No, I'm trying to improve. I don't think you should do that. I don't think you can accomplish that. You always got some people that's supposed to be your friends. Absolutely. That's not really with you. They don't support you like they should. Or they just uh, waiting behind the scenes till you make it, and then they'll be like, "Oh, I was with you the whole right. time." No, the fuck, it, no, the right. fuck, it wasn't. Absolutely, absolutely, and like total agreements. Right now, the year, I'm telling you, the year this this year is intentional, being intentional and regrowing your mm-hmm. yourself. You have to reflect, reflect, and look at what's going on around you. And I'm just speaking like mostly for myself. Um. You it sometimes it's hard to make sacrifices even in, when it comes to relationships and I'm not only speaking like boyfriend girlfriend husband and wife I'm speaking of friendships. Sometimes I have the tendency to um, allow people to use the friendship card way too much. Mm-hmm. Give it like a pass. The passes are gone. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Huh? So when you say people use the friendship, um, when, you, when you say people use the friendship cards um, too much, what do you mean by that? It's, like, what do they it's, do? It's like you kind of normalize the bullshit that you see them do because that's your mm-hmm. friend, and mm. and you know that it's not like right and it doesn't fit you and and what you're trying to accomplish, and you're like, well, that's my friend, and I'ma just talk to them, and then we're going to, it's going to be okay. But then when that person pulls that same situation on you again, what do you do? You sacrifice You cut them. You have to cut. Yeah, and it sometimes it's very hard to do those things, especially when you've been a, a mm. friend with that for that person a very long time. Mm. But that's a sacrifice you have to make for your own sanity mentally. Right. If you're not in a good mental space, you cannot focus on the things, the other things that's exciting and great about your life and the things that you should be focusing on. So I have a question for you, because for me, at the point of my life, and people, you know, they call me very rigid, I'm cold, I'm callous, all the rest of these names, but I've, I'm at the point of my life where it's very, very easy for me to cut people off, regardless of friendship, regardless of how long I've been knowing them. Um, if I feel like you are holding me up, if I feel like you are not supporting me, it's easy for me just to be like, fuck you, and just go on by my business. And strictly because I have to weigh those losses with my biggest losses in my life. The biggest losses I ever had in my life was not financial. It was my mother, my grandmother, and my father. Right. right? And I lost them within a year of each other. And when people don't... Um, Ride to the occasion where I where I need them to be uh-huh. in my life, uh, where I think uh, we should be. And then it's very very easy for me just to be like, bye. And that's what so, that's crazy that you say that because hmm. that's what I'm becoming, like, and it's scary. It, it's uh-huh. kind of scary because I have no feelings behind it, uh-huh. and I'm not gonna lie. It's very like why? It's not like a why. It's like I'm really letting this person go. And I have no remorse, and I don't have no feelings to let them come back into my space. But it is like, where did this emotion come from? Because I'm usually not that. Yeah. Like I'm more like of a nurturer. Like, oh, I, I'm gonna, we're gonna fix it. Whatever, ha- you know, we're gonna fix whatever happens. And now it's like I'm not even allowing nobody to fix it anymore. It's like you know, you know what the situation is. You know what you did. You got it's done. 
Well, snakes, I think I think what you're doing is you're holding people accountable. Mm. See? See that? Mm. <laughs> See that? That's a word a lot of people don't like. A lot of people that misuse and use people, they don't like that word accountability. Right. They don't like somebody holding them and accountable. And that's what and I spoke about with you the last time on the podcast, being accountable. Right. Right. No, they don't like that word being accountable and holding people accountable. But see, the thing is, um, and me, I listen to like a lot of motivational videos before I do anything, like when I get up in the morning, just to get my routine started. And I stumbled up on this guy by the name of Daniel Pena. He's like a billionaire, whatever the case is, and a financial coach. And he was like, um, all of the most successful people in the world, they got one trait in common. And that trait is that they're assholes, basically. Or they're, or they're ball busters. And he was like, I'm not here to be liked. I'm here to be efficient and to hold myself accountable and to hold others accountable around me. And I felt that. Mm-hmm. I really felt that. <laughs> I really I felt feel that. it now. <laughs> yeah, you see that? I'm not here to be liked. See, being liked and being liked doesn't, you know, improve you in any ways. Like, people, you have to accept yourself for yourself. And you can't just, um, Accept yourself and be um and be a different person with different people, and I noticed that within my um while I was working on my masters in my um in, in the mental health field, they were like we all wear a different mask around different people. When we're around our family, we wear um a different mask. When we're around our romantic partners, we wear a different mask. And I had to ask myself, why do we wear a different mask with all these people? And I noticed the thing is one thing is we don't want to be judged. Right, mm-hmm. and another and another thing is that we want to be able to um, satisfy whatever somebody else thinks that they like like within us, instead of just really just being ourselves. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like I I just took all those masks masks away and just threw them away, and I'm like, look, accept me for who I am, or you could just get the fuck, because. <clears throat> Because in the grand scheme of things, are you really that important to me and what I'm trying to do? Hmm. Are you lifting me up or are you holding me back? Right, absolutely. That definitely should be that should hmm. definitely be into question. Now, like if you, if it's nothing that you're gonna help me improve or you gonna help me be a better me, like what's the pur- purpose of you being here? Right. And then I was then I had to ask myself too. When we talk about romantic relationships, mm-hmm. let's talk about romantic relationships again. Uh, for a minute, not again, but for a minute. Uh, when we talk about romantic relationships, what do you think is one of the reasons why people don't really? I mean, like, from romantic relationship long term, not as what like six months. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> do people, do people really stay together anymore? Why do you think people kind of uh, get away from being with each other? for a long term. I to be honest with you, I don't really know what the the answer to that question is because that is the question that I'm asking myself. Um but I do realize that um I always go back to the internet situation. A lot of things are exposed via these applications that we use on a daily basis, whether it be for business or personal personal use, um, people believe everything that they see. Um, and it's a good and bad thing if you're using it in the correct way. But in relationships, I have noticed that that one thing, it just mm-hmm. it just ruins relationships. I, I just do not understand. You can see something on the Internet and it's just, like, super funny to you. And you can repost it. Somebody's going to think you're talking about them. When it's just like joking, um, people tend to bring up other people's past when they see you guys together. Oh, such and such used to mess with him. Oh, he used to do this. He used to do that, and they still talk on the phone. They still do before the internet. All these, I'm gonna say, like Facebook and Instagram was popular. Relationships lasted much longer. It's too much 
accessibility, too much availability, and it just takes away all the things that you should learn about the person while you're with them. Because mm-hmm. people paint false narratives about people. Some people just have bad intentions. Even when you go, like, on the celebrity post, they have these millions of people that just sit there all day and just comment negative negative stuff all day. And they live like that. That's what they do. They have people that do that to people's relationships. Um, They have people that do that for fun, for just to be mean, just because they don't want you with that person. And women tend to believe everything that they see about their significant others, and men do the same thing. When before things was was a mystery and it was things that you were intrigued about and you wanted to learn more about, but you take that that away when you believe everything someone says via internet. Yeah, like I think um, one of the major problems was um, what's that? What's that Instagram thing that they took away and like? Oh, the like got like kind of the the what the likes. The life. No, it was something that was like a notification, notification for you liking somebody else's post. Oh, I that? thought that was absolutely great. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was. They took that away. I thought the uh, how yeah. long ago you was on thing. I think that's great. That's gone. Yeah. I, I like. That's it. going now. Yeah, I like. Oh it. yeah, I, I can operate real freely now, <laughs> but people. I mean, like, uh, it just uh, you know it get it gets tiresome. Um, I think the last um. Um, situation I was in, like her whole thing was, I'm not gonna say no names, but I was her whole thing was, hey, um, I seen you on Instagram. You could be using that time to call me, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, no, I'm gonna use my time how I want to use my time. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna need you to chill out. <laughs> yeah. And she, you know, it's just like that social media, like. To where it's, it's like the point where people are spending most of the time not really trying to get to know you, but they want to investigate to absolutely and to you know just to be nosy and see what you're liking and see what you're commenting on somebody else. Oh, I text you. I saw you were on Instagram two minutes ago, but you can't text me back. Yeah, 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 yeah. She sent me that. She sent me something like yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so listen, I was on Instagram two minutes ago, but I actually put my phone down. I walked away from it. I did. I mm-hmm. explored life without my phone. I'm sorry right. I didn't see your text message, but because you were on this app two minutes ago, it's triggering. Oh, you doing something? You don't have anything business doing? Because you can't answer because you was just on Instagram. Right. It's so irritating. But once again, people are not willing to sacrifice social media. They're not willing for even just for the. Or just to sacrifice their um, insecurities for the sake of a relationship. It's it's hard. It's, it's very hard. I think the longest situation that I've ever been in is someone that I did not allow to follow me on Instagram. And then the issue became why we can't follow each other. You're hiding something. Mm. So I, I don't understand what's the obsession with this app. Like, I literally just post funny stuff, stuff that I think that is funny. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's just something that I think is funny. So I'm not sure what you're looking for. And then when I allowed him to follow me, it's like, well, who are you talking about? What you mean? You putting our personal business out there? Um, I wasn't talking about you. I just thought it was funny. So then now you have to become somebody you're not to make this person comfortable and it's draining. Hmm. Very much so. And I don't think people realize that being with insecure people, very draining. Well, you know, sacrifice your insecurities for the sake of relationships. Oh. Or just for the or just for the sake of yourself. Sacrifice your insecurities. For your mental health. Yeah. Like you got to be aware of that shit. Well, we, we, you know, again, we don't know how to sacrifice. We don't know what's really important. 
And that's the issue. That's the situation. And that's why we're discussing this. Nobody wants to make the sacrifice. My goodness. So let's let's talk about Lizzo, though, because you did bring that up. Yeah. Do you feel like everyone that's, um, I don't want to say that word, everyone that's, that seems like they're overweight is unhealthy? Yeah. If you're overweight, by definition, that's unhealthy. I mean, <laughs> not like, I mean, well, is she unhealthy? She is. By definition, she's unhealthy. She's but is unhealthy. she really unhealthy? She, she's morbidly obese. No, she's not morbidly obese. What? She may be obese. She's not morbidly obese. What the okay? Define to me morbidly obese. Because... Like like it's like triple, like t- double of what you should be. Okay, she's morbidly obese. She's not morbidly. Obese. How tall is Lizzo? I don't know, but I, let me L- tell you. Lizzo looks like a short, <laughs> like a short person. She's very fat. Oh, and God. she she's flaunting her fatness as if she's built like Beyonce. Is something wrong and with that? That's very something's very wrong with is, that because because they're promoting with... they're promoting it like it's okay to not it, improve yourself. It's not okay to when, say how when you, you say are. they when you say they. Who I'm is talking they? about white people. White oh. society, the dominant society, <laughs> is giving her spotlight to be celebrated for being a fat black woman. They do not celebrate. Fat white women like that in the same light. They do they, not do that. As a matter of fact, if you got somebody with with a statuesque built like a um, I like Bria Miles, but let me see somebody else that's real famous or whatever the case is. Let's just say who's real fine right now. Who's a um attractive black? Let's just say let me use Beyonce. She's a quintessential fine black woman. Beyonce, you would never have them put um Roseanne in a magazine next to Beyonce. Or somebody that's big and overweight, you will never see those two in a magazine together, side by side. But they will put Lizzo up against all of their thinner white women in a magazine and try to celebrate her because they don't look at her as a black woman. They look at her as a black mammy, as a character. And yes, and yes, this may seem harsh. But all, but the truth is harsh. This is called speaking truth to power. We're speaking truth right now, and it's, it may seem like I'm being harsh, but I'm being honest. No, Tyrus, that's not nice. Uh, hey, like in the words of Daniel Pena, I'm not here to be nice. I'm here to be efficient. I, I'm not and hold sure people accountable. If that's what the agenda is, but I will say that. Mm-hmm. She may be able to, she should maybe lose some weight, yet I am very happy that she's proud of herself. I think that it's great that she loves the way she she looks and how she okay. feels, and she's not trying to be Beyonce. So I, got, I have a question for you. I don't, and I'm not saying she needs to be Beyonce, but I have a question for you. Um, do you know a song about, what's, what's this old hit song? Um, truth, truth. That's the name of the song. Truth. That's the name. That's see. The thing is, you don't even know her hit songs. Let, yes, let's I be do. Let's be honest. We we, we know Lizzo like for more. We know Lizzo more about her antics than her music. No, 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 no. She, she has really a, great. She has like really great women empowerment songs. Like what? Truth. The name of the song truth. is Truth. What is, what is Truth about? It's about a breakup and how she can. She's gonna be able to bounce back from the breakup. I think it's a great song. Well, let me make sure that's the name of the song. Because it's in my favorite. Okay. Okay. It's in my favorite. Okay. Truth Hurts. That's the name of the song. Truth, truth hurts. hurts. Well, this truth about to get ready to hurt Lizzo. Lizzo <laughs> needs to lose some weight, a whole bunch of it, and stop pressing around all, all that stuff. It's indecent exposure. It's indecent. Let's be completely honest. If a if a black man, but Beyonce could be half naked and it's okay because it looks nice. If a black man, let me tell you something. If a black because man, it looks nice to who? It looks nice to all of us. No, it looks like it looks nice to you, and somebody thinks that she looks nice. 
<clears throat> Somebody thinks that who looks nice? Lizzo. Okay, let me be okay. Be honest with me right here, Snake. Since you said that, do you think Lizzo looks nice? I think she's a beautiful woman. No, 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 no. That's not what I asked. No, 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 no. Let me rephrase the question. Let me rephrase the question. When she was at that Houston Rockets game, dressed <laughs> like she was dressed, was she looking nice or attractive? I do not think that it was appropriate for the occasion. Snakes. <laughs> yes or no? Do you think? I, didn't think, I don't think it was appropriate nice for the occasion. Okay, Even so if Beyonce so, would have wore it to the game, so the I would have no. said it was inappropriate for Let me tell you something. Setting. If Rihanna or Beyonce wore something like that, People would be like, "Oh man, let's, let's show that." And okay. I don't think that's nice. And I don't think it's nice at all. I'd be like, "Oh, she looking nice." That's tacky for a, a game. So okay, it's tacky for a game. So why is she being celebrated for it? I don't think that she should be celebrated for that. But why is but she I being celebrated for? But I don't think that it? everyone should sit in here, <laughs> sit there, and bash her because she's of a larger size. Because what you saying that she was celebrated, it was a okay. lot of people offended and saying that she shouldn't have been out there because she's too big to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Because there's people with common sense. They're saying, listen. Well, I don't think that if it was a smaller person that it was appropriate. So that the the weight shouldn't she, have been the but issue. But the, the issue is, should have been is you're in a public place where there's a game, a basketball mm-hmm. game going. That was inappropriate to wear to a right. game. This is not a concert. This is not your living room. This is not your bedroom. You should not have wore that at all, no matter what your but size was. But promoting it like it's a, like it's acceptable and it should be accepted, like it's okay. Well, and I see more bashing than a than than. Now I see so many people saying, you know, I see making more people it saying, "Oh, you go, Lizzo, and all the rest of this stuff, celebrating her, and even I though she's if, uh, she's on I the internet, oh, naked." Like people want to see that. Not playing no music. Not like a not like artists. Oh not playing no music. <laughs> just just out there just with a body. Like everybody wants to be like, oh, just be happy with yourself and how you are. No, you always want to improve yourself. That's part that's part of the reason that black people are in the position we in now, because we've been convinced that being mediocre or not living um up to our own standards are good standards or high standards or having high standards for ourselves is acceptable and it's not. Okay, so listen. I love Beyonce and I hate that we're using Why? her. Why? Because she's but not anymore, Do you think that she's <laughs> yes. healthy? Do, do, just because of the way she looks, not, that, may, that means that she's that, healthy? But she works out. It's been noted. It's been, it's been documented that she works out. So, okay, because you... That's the, that's not the only thing that, that keeps yeah, you healthy. In order for her to have the body like that and work out, especially at her age and at this juncture in her career, she has to eat healthy She's and healthy. work out. She has to be. She's Hollywood. She can get a lot of things done. Oh, my God. Well, Lizzo should be getting those things done then. Because... <gasps> Tyrus! Not hmm? nice! Uh, listen... I'm here to speak truth to power. This is the name of the show. That's the theme of the show. Okay? And I know we want to tiptoe around these things because we have friends in these certain type of um, situations. And sometimes they may be like, oh, man, like, you know, like, I heard what you were saying. I don't think that's cool. But the thing is this. So, what? People need to hear the truth. If you're a real friend, you're going to tell your friends the truth. It's unhealthy to be like that. It's unhealthy to be obese. And we're celebrating it. And we're celebrating it like it's okay. And it's not. It's if not a, celebrating. You know if just... a black man was to be like that, be morbidly obese like Lizzo is, and to show up have, um, in a muscle shirt and some goddamn shorts or some gray sweats, or some <laughs> gray sweats with a print showing, people would be like, oh, man, that's fucking disgusting. Why you did that shit? They, that would not be acceptable. <laughs> that would not be acceptable. I, well, I, I agree with the une- be, it being unacceptable. I just don't want everybody to think that, okay, she's so unhealthy and Beyonce is so healthy. What? Say that one more time so I understand what you just said. <laughs> Let's go. Let me... I mean, 
I don't want people to compare, and that's what they keep doing. They're comparing her to other people. Because she's putting herself out there in the spotlight. Now, if she was to just sit back and do music, nobody would be out there talking about her body. But she keeps showing it off. Like, people want to see that shit. Somebody wants to like see it, Tyrus. In their right mind. Just not you. You think that everybody likes little bitty girls? I think people like fine women. And people are... And people are just as faithful as their options. Like if, like if a, like if a black, like if a successful man, regardless of race, ethnicity, culture, <laughs> wants to get some money, they wouldn't be going after women like Lizzo. They'd be going after women like Beyonce oh. and Rihanna. You think Jay? You think oh, Jay Z? So you, you, you think oh, Jay Z so go after? Or uh, Lizzo or Beyonce? Do you think Diddy? They going after Lizzo or Cassie? Come on now. You think Russell Wilson going after Sierra or Lizzo? So what you telling me is if you didn't have the money, you just did, you would date a, a bigger that's, woman. That's who date bigger women. What? Do, Cause that's all they could get. If they had the option to get better, they'd do better. Like you know that saying: if you knew better, you'd do better. That's the truth. This is so not right. It's, it's, no. it's, it's the truth. No. It's not mm. right. I'm gonna call. Too. I'm gonna have to call you Moneybag Tyrus because that's the same thing Moneybag did. Doing? His crime pictures show different from what he did yeah, not. Because he had no money there. So. <laughs> but he still he he didn't he didn't bash the chick or nothing like that. He was like, um, you know. He was well, like, this, he was like this, he that's a beautiful queen or whatever the case is. I wouldn't bash it either, you know what I'm saying? But now he's in a position to get somebody like Meg the Stallion. And uh, I'm not too fond of that. I don't, I don't think she's that attractive, but what's her name? The new one? Ari? Yeah, I don't think, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't find her to be very attractive, but you know, but she's, she's statuesque, she's built, but you, you're in a position to get somebody like Meg the Stallion. She's built. You know what I'm saying? It's thicker than cold peanut butter. Oh, yes. Oh, Hell my to God. The yes. <laughs> so, money determines how you date. It's a factor. And for people to say that it's not, then they'll be completely lying to you. Because TLC told y'all what? They ain't want no scrubs all the time. They was going bankrupt. But, you know, even Beyonce, Destiny Child, can you pay my bills? Automobiles, light bills, can you? It's, it's a factor. Money is a factor in how you date and your selection. Uh, money, money is a factor. Yes. But I think that's awful. Why? Because if you like big girls before, don't bash them now. If you like big girls before, don't bash them now. Yeah, if you. That's not bashing yeah. them by upgrading. <laughs> oh my god! So you think? Do you know that in African culture, the bigger the woman, the the more wealth it That's is? A complete lie. <laughs> that is. I have yet to see a fat African queen, even even portrayed on even even African. portrayed on TV. You don't see. On TV. I'm talking about oh. real life too, though. I'm talking about even on TV, they don't portray. Fat African women as queens, but but in oh real life, God, I have yet to see an uh, African princess or African queen to be fat. If so, then please name me one. Even even she historically, she has to be a queen or a princess to matter. Even historically, they haven't had any fat African queens, so I think that's a complete lie that people made so up. So she get, oh, so the only thing that matters if she's pronounced royalty. What so. Only if she's royalty, she's like. I haven't seen I haven't seen any obese African queens. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Ever. Okay, you know I'm gonna have yeah. to research. You know, uh, the most famous one would be um, Cleopatra. Right. She wasn't fat. Uh, I'm so happy. I'm not. That I mean, let me let me say this, and I'm glad you brought this up. Let me say this: New Orleans women, New Orleans women, you guys are going to. And I'm talking about. I've been traveling across. The, y'all know I love New Orleans. 
I've been traveling across the country, and let me tell y'all something. I've been to Los Angeles. I've been to New York. I've been to Washington, D.C. I've been to Atlanta. I've been to Florida. I've been to Houston. I've been to Detroit. Let me tell y'all something. Women in New Orleans, let me tell y'all something. Black women in particular, let me tell y'all something. If a slew of women from Los Angeles or Florida, even New York, was to come down here and move in, It'll be over for y'all. It'll be over. And you don't think that the same thing would happen if it would was the opposite way around? I don't have no dog in that fight. I don't oh, have no dog in that fight. It definitely would be exactly I don't have no dog same. in that fight. But let me tell y'all something. If they were to come out here, it'll be over. And I ain't talking about. I ain't talking Why? about. I ain't talking about O V E R. I'm talking about O V A. Over. Uh. I cannot believe Over. you. Because New Orleans women in particular have this whole thing about themselves where they go, oh, you got to accept me for who I am. I don't have to improve for you. You ain't nobody. They got this whole attitude where they're not trying to improve on their health. If a slew of women from Los Angeles came up in, I, I so you think you, that they're all two things that happen. working out and all that? You I think get, that's I what's happening? Two things are happening. The men would be, be trying to become financially more financially suitable for those women because of the way they look. And not just that. The second thing would be it'd be over for y'all in a dating realm. Over. First of all, they don't even have enough of y'all. Second of all, we would feel the same way if a slew of men came in from those other places okay. because guess what? They know how to treat their women. Oh, so New Orleans guys in particular don't know how to treat women. So tell me. So let's talk about no. this. So how should a woman be treated? If you have to ask that question, then that's what a problem is. I have to ask that question. I know how a woman should be treated. You better ask <laughs> well, that. I'm tired. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. In your opinion, how should a woman be treated? Again, if I have to say it, then that's where the problem so, starts. And usually that's the first right. question that they ask. And so in your opinion, how should a man be treated? Let's rip it around there. We know that. You, we, we had that discussion. Let's have it again, then. How should a man be treated? <laughs> a man should be treated like a man if he's a man. If he's a man. So a woman shouldn't be treated like a woman if she's not a woman, or she doesn't display feminine characteristics. Well, uh, listen, yeah. Okay, we so, have... it's, so it's a double standard. <laughs> so women should be well, treated like women regardless. regardless. But men, there are stipulations to how we should be treated, depending on what we do. Absolutely. Let us have that. No. Y'all have all the double standards in the world. So do women. No, that's yeah. not true. But if we do get a slew of men from different states, we would love to have it. We yeah, embrace be it. Away because they ain't not, they're not used to this attitude, I promise you. <laughs> attitude? Attitude. Oh, here we go. Guess Every it. black woman no, 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 that's no, no, from no, the water no, no, does not No, 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 I'm not saying that. Don't put me out there like that. The, I'm, I'm saying oh, this. Oh. The majority... <laughs> Always, always no. a minority. Is so. No. What I'm saying is, women from places like Los Angeles, in particular, are very crazy. Very feminine. They're, they're, very feminine. They're bought, not built. Huh? Oh, no, they built. They they're built. bought, they built. not built. Nah. They built. They built well by Mattel. Uh, by Mattel. By LA Fitness. I synced it. I synced nah. it. No, they just keeping up with their bought. Okay. Well, women out here not even keeping up. It's called well, women maintenance. Women out here not even keeping up with what they bought. <laughs> it's called maintenance. That plastic, that little plastic booty they got, they're looking all types of, types of worse <laughs> out here. With a with, oh with a purse and a stomach to boot. Well, and you know why that is? Because they're not willing to sacrifice. So, so that's how you putting us out there? That's how I'm doing. That's 
New Orleans women, do y'all hear this man? Y'all better hear me and hear me good. I'm saying this. I'm not saying no. this out of malice. I'm saying this out of love. I hope I hope y'all taking it like that. No. I'm saying this out of love. Listen. I want y'all to improve because y'all really do have um some potential. I have a lot of potential as far as like culture goes what? and how y'all talk, how y'all speak. Some of y'all, when you're graceful, when you are being feminine, how you are is is second to none, you know. But for the, I'm for the majority, mm-mm. don't be. If you're not in that number, don't be offended if you're not in that number. I'm just saying, I'm offended for the ladies of that are in that number. That seems like a bad mark on New Orleans. You think so? You think I'm saying that all women in New Orleans are, you know? Well, that's how you just portrayed it. I like, said, oh, I said all the majority. These women come out here, it'll be over. I said, for a, I said a majority. Now the ones that are graceful, that um, can show some humility, and work out, and be feminine, and understand what that really means. I'm not talking to y'all, but the ones that's very uh, masculine. Has a lot of masculine energy. You possibly, <laughs> you possibly drink a lot, smoke a lot, pop pills, do a lot of hood rat shit. Oh, I'm talking to y'all. But if you're not a hood rat, then you shouldn't be offended by this. You really shouldn't. They have hood rats everywhere, mm-hmm. Tyrus. They have hood rats everywhere. Okay, yeah, I agree with you. I'm talking about. I'm just talking about from my perspective and my and my experience. Um, hey, listen. So you you must like a little hood rat if that's your experience. I don't like hood rats. I could hood, I could <laughs> I stop hood rats at the door. Wait 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 <clears throat> a lot of you guys are masculine. Y'all need to stop that. Y'all need to stop. In every state. Y'all need to stop. In every state. Just cut it out. Cut it out. And this doesn't go without me saying that I don't love me a New Orleans woman. But I'm telling y'all, I'm trying to tell you. But you know, don't you know? This is just I'm just one man. Like a lot of people probably don't even agree with me what I'm saying. I'm just one man. Let me let me use let me use a disclaimer. I'm just one man. Um, but um, yeah, just have a conversation with dudes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not gonna go there. No, we could. <laughs> no, it's unnecessary. Like I said, the pickings are already slim. Oh, both sides. <laughs> to none. Um, so we would embrace anyone that would love to come down and enjoy the culture of New Orleans and the beautiful women that is right. in New Orleans. Y'all been warned by Tyrus. <laughs> you better pick the right one. Stop you it, better Tyrus. pick the right one. Let me tell you. Well, you need to pick the right one in any state or country that you're in. You need to pick no the right one. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. But you know. I can't believe hmm? you. Yeah, you got to. I can't believe, believe you. Now, I'm not trying to hurt nobody's feelings. Unless you're a hood rat. But, uh... I don't think people should feel no type of way if I'm not speaking about characteristics that they ha- don't have. Well, it's it's not <laughs> that. It's like you just say, like, New Orleans women. So that just kind of made it bad right there. No, I said, I, I put a disclaimer out there too, though. I said, it's not all of y'all. At, oh, after, I said, it's not all of y'all. After. I said, it's the ma- I said but it, it's a majority that I've seen. I'm not saying that it's all of them, but it's a majority. 
They shouldn't be. If you Not don't good. have hood rat tendencies or you don't have hood rat characteristics, they, they shouldn't well, be. You, can be, you could be offending someone's relatives. Okay. Then they need to teach them how not to do hood right things <laughs> and have hood right characteristics. <laughs> which, are, which you should be offended with your hood right ass. Now go make some sacrifices and change your life. But you have to. They have to want to. Right, and if you don't want to, then it just shows how hood rat, how hood, how that hood rat stench is gonna stay on you for the rest of your life. <sighs> If you don't see it, everybody likes to do a little hood race up every mm-hmm. now and again. You just cannot do it all the time. Fellas, let me tell you something. That was really hood red of you to even Fellas, say that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something about hood rats. Hood rats will have you in a financial bind for the next 18 years. If you allow that to happen, fellas, and I'm talking about simps in particular, simps, all the simps out there, you better be careful, and particularly the type of woman that you mess with. If she doesn't read a lot, assume that she probably doesn't know how to read. Um, if she has hood rat stacks in the house, and this is old. Wait, what's hood rat snacks? Honey delight, <laughs> which isn't real orange juice. Oh my god, which is orange juice. Oh, wait, hold on, Sunny yeah, delight is, is hood rat snacks. Because okay. it's not really real orange juice anyway, fellas. Okay. Yeah. You take a woman to a restaurant, I don't know, let's just say Cheesecake Bistro, for example, and she goes, mm-hmm. um, oh, you can bust got some money. If she thinks this is, if she thinks that that's big time, run. <laughs> Fucking run. Even Red Lobster. If, she, if you take a woman out to Red Lobster, she go, oh, oof. if she's impressed by Red Lobster, Fucking right. First of all, Red Lobster is so gross. Yes. And, you know, I'm sure Beyonce made them a lot of money, but that is so gross. And it's just like the most low-level seafood place ever. And it could be, you could call it low-level seafood place, but it it could be good for a first date. I'm going to say that because you don't know if you want to invest. Do not take me to no real lobster. Why not on the first day, Snicks? No. On the first day? no I do not want to go. No, I do not so want to go to real lobster. First, day? first of all, the first day should be something like um, walk in the park or snowball because I don't even know if I like you like that. Okay. All right. I get that. <clears throat> okay. I agree with you. I don't want real lobster. I agree with you. I agree with you. Like when you when you starting to um, pick up steam, get, gain momentum, and you like, damn, I kind of like this woman. Um, I'm, I think I want to invest in her financially. I want to invest my time in her. I want to um, just invest in her. That's not first date. That's not first date. I'm not saying I'm saying like when you start to pick up momentum and steam, like at the time I after oh. the first date. Okay. And you're you're thinking like, damn, I kind of like her. She's, you know, she's, you know, she's talking right. She looks right. She's nice. She's a nice person. Um, let me see if um, I want to invest my time, my money, you know, just um, things in this woman. And let's just say you take her to Cheesecake Bistro. Um, or um, what I used to do, I used to test on my way at Copeland's a lot. But you take them out, take them out okay. to a restaurant like that, and it's not it's not really a really expensive restaurant. You, if you, it's you probably leave with a bill like what, like sixty dollars or something like that, uh, or oh, probably okay. less than that, even less than that. But take out and just do certain things to see how she reacts to it. I pull a chair out and see if she just 
goes and sit down in the, the other chair by herself. Um, you know, see how she reacts to the ambiance of the restaurant. And if she ain't like she never been there before, run. <laughs> you are in imminent danger. Run. And women, hmm? if he brings you to this restaurant and he sits down and cannot pronounce the items that's on the list, run. Uh, women, let me tell y'all something. I would I would agree with Snicks, but I want y'all to ask y'all something. <laughs> ask y'all something. He probably can't pronounce the items, but can he pay for the bill? Ask yourself that. Oh! Well, can she pay for the bill? No, hell no. Why are you going on a date with me and you got to pay for the bill? Well, I'm saying you stating that he it's okay for him not to be able to articulate what's on the menu. <clears throat> That's okay. Because he's paying for it. So what else you can't read? Probably can't read. But he know how to get that money. Oh. That's a sacrifice you're gonna have to you could teach him how to read after that. If you got your oh. provider. Why is it okay for us to to bend, but you just told her what if she's never been to that type because, of restaurant before because she was Because never... her rest will put your life in danger. <laughs> <laughs> you are in a man that are, can't read or make you sign a contract you don't you understand. Are in immediate danger. And as a matter of fact, listen, let me tell you something. If a man can't read, then I agree with you, Snakes. You, then you shouldn't be out with him. Because, like you said, your life will be in danger with him as well. But <laughs> but if a woman can't read and she's her radish, your life is in immediate danger. Oh immediate. Sorry, stop. <laughs> <laughs> immediate danger. <laughs> Run. Moral of the story is don't mess with her race. <laughs> find you someone that some find you somebody that you're equally yoked with. If you're a hood rat, you get you another no, no, hood. No, 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 I'm not encouraging that because you can always upgrade. You can always upgrade yourself. Ooh. Now let me tell you something. If you're a hood rat and you want to change, so a man can no, upgrade, saying, saying, I, but I, a woman I, can't I, I was upgrade. About women. I said if you're a woman and you're you're hood radish and you want to improve your life and you start improving your life and you start being so mannish. And manly, and you want to be feminine, you turn your life around, start doing the taking the proper steps to become feminine, then by all means go for what go for something better. You should always go for something better. You should never settle for what's given to you or what's expected to you, expected of you. Always go for something better. But yet you're giving mixed messages because you're telling the mm. men to run. Yes. If they're a hood rat that's not willing to improve. I don't think I don't think um maybe I didn't explain that well, and that's my fault. But if they're a hood rat and they're not willing to improve on their life, then run. Trust me. I think both ways Sorry. run. If if no Sorry one is witnessed at all, you are in immediate danger. Trust me. If no one is <clears throat> willing to progress in life, you should leave them alone, whatever their status mm-hmm. is. Especially at the hood rat status. Now, Snakes. God damn it, when the hell is Snakes at night coming back on? Listen, I promised myself that I was not going to put a date on it anymore. Okay. I have to set some goals. Because everything that I everything that I have put in play has crashed. Mm. But I am making sacrifices mm. to make this everything that I want it mm. to be. Whether I have to do it all on my own, mm-hmm. I'm going to make this happen. And I'm going to make this happen to the best of my abilities. And I'm making big sacrifices to make big sac- things happen from snakes at night. All right. Oh, and another thing I wanted to touch on, too, um, as far as making sacrifices. Uh, let me tell you something. Um, as far as, um, you know, when you're accomplishing your goals, you know, sometimes... And I did this with my um, kid the other day. Uh, I wasn't able to go to his game. He had some games. He really wanted me to be at those basketball games. 
I wasn't able to go to his games. Um, and he was like, why? And I told him I had to work. And I had to tell him that, you know, sometimes you got to make sacrifices. And you're not going to be at home with your kid all the time when you're making those sacrifices. Sometimes you're gonna, sometimes you're gonna miss basketball games. You're gonna miss recitals. You're gonna miss certain things with your kid, you know, for to have them live a better life. And I know some people are saying, well, money shouldn't be that important. But I'd rather my kid in the future to um, to kind of have some resentment towards me because I missed a basketball game and have them living a better life than I lived and that I ever could have dreamed of, than to have them be happy that I was around but struggle through life. I would rather have my kid resent me, resent me a little bit for not being there than to have, and have them live a better life than for them to not resent me and struggle throughout life. So with that, in regards to that, with regards to personal relationships, sometimes you have to make those type of sacrifices and you have to have people around you that understand when you're making those sacrifices. And before, and while I was picking him up from school, I was telling him, I was like, um, son, um, you got to have, because I try to give him little nuggets every time I see him. I said, son, when you're doing anything, you got to have goals. You got to say, say that I must accomplish this today. So when you're in a basketball game, you got to say I must score these many points, these many rebounds, these many assists, and try your best and your damnness to go for it. And I hit him up after this basketball game was over. I texted him. I said, son, did you accomplish your goals? No, dad, but I went out there and I tried and I scored some points. I didn't get all the points I wanted, but I went for it. And instill that, instill that into your kids as well. Still sacrificing it to your kids as well. And we need to start doing that as a society, I think, too. On a personal note, just to wow. use my life as a case, case study. I think we need to start doing that as well. Well, that's definitely the struggle that I'm dealing with right now. Mm. Not being with the kids. Right. And I'm the primary caregiver to these Mm. kids, and they are very, um, they are used to me being uh, involved in everything. Mm. So for the last couple of months, I have not been, and it's been like a dark cloud. Um, My children called a family meeting on me on last weekend. They want me to be home more, and they want to want me to experience the things that I experienced in, in school with them, field trips and coming to the school at least once a month to help out, and they miss me at home. And they put in their little vote, and the vote stated that I should quit my second job. Well, think about that is you got veto power, and another thing is, Another thing is, um, you got something that you're trying to accomplish, not just for yourself. Like you like no. I, I always believe in being strategically selfish. Shout out to Duhud and Mara for that uh, statement. But I always believe in being strategically selfish. Meaning, um, it may appear on the surface that I'm being selfish and that I'm just doing this for me, but in the long run, I'm really doing this for us. Absolutely. And that's, and that's definitely what I try to explain to them. Mm. And, you know, I'm working mm. on it. Mm. You know, it's it's not one conversation that needs to be had. I have a 15-year-old, and right now I think it's the prime time in his life that I do need to be mm. around. But I did explain to him, you know, what the sacrifice is. He said, I understand, but um, I'm definitely struggling in with, I think, more of, oh, I'm getting real personal, but his mental with me not being uh, around, now he's becoming very standoffish. So it's like a sacrifice, but it's a give-take situation, and right now I'm just trying to see what's going to work for us as a family, maybe cutting down the hours, not so much quitting, but um, I think he understands, but he has not yet accepted what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. And that could be very hard. How, you know, just, um, however, like I said, just leave those little nuggets and um, understand that um, that you're on a mission and you're going to have to 
Certain things are going to have to happen, man. You're going to have to miss certain things. You're not going to be there for everything, you know? And yeah, and absolutely. You, you have to accept that for yourself. And um, just have a positive mindset as well. I find that that to be um, very, um, that could be very helpful uh, when you're down. Uh, one thing I like to tell myself is that the mission is bigger than me. Another thing I like to tell myself is that uh, this is all good. This is all for the greater good. So I'm working towards something. And it's, you know, it's, it just changes your outlook on it. It, it makes you want to go out there and do it, even if you're tired, if you're hurting. It makes you want to go out there and push even more for those people. But um, when you're kids, you really don't understand a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, just send them a text. Just like any relationship, send them a text of encouragement and, um, you know, just definitely just uh, being just um, not not being. I mean, like, if you can't be there physically, then just be there. Um, just try to be there some other ways. You know, leave them a letter of encouragement or something like that. I would suggest. So, yeah, we're about to get out of here. Um, leave us with a positive statement, Snicks. Um, sacrifice. Uh-huh. Um, again, my mission this year is to be very intentional in everything that I'm doing. Uh-huh. Um, when I say I'm making the sacrifice for my kids, I'm being intentional with this sacrifice and to make our lives a little bit better, trying to build this generational wealth so they won't have to have two jobs and to, to make their dreams come true. So, I definitely want to leave a positive note for single mothers. Strive, do the best that you can do for your children to make all things positive. Everything will not be easy, but I want to send a special shout out to all the single mothers. Keep striving. Okay. Now, <laughs> um, my positive statement would be uh, some some similar to what uh, Snick said. You know. Sacrificing is very hard. Changing life is very hard. Um, however, you can't get a thing accomplished unless you're going to, unless you're willing to sacrifice. And sometimes it's going to hurt. Sometimes you're going to lose people that you've been knowing for a long time, that you've been around for a long time. And you're going to be like, damn, I miss this person. However, you got to look at it like this. Sometimes, most times, you're at war. And people dropping out of your life, they're just another fallen soldier. But the mission, the mission must continue. Now, that's all I had. Oh, and another thing is, um, for, for you guys, uh, you know, I, like to, I don't like to do stuff in secret. I like to, you know, tell people what's going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't, but you know, don't don't be surprised. I'm not making any promises, but don't be surprised if you see me and Snicks on the network talking about we speaking truth to power. But anyway, wow. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we about to get out of here. I want y'all to have a good night. We just spoke truth to power. All right. Good night, everybody.